Grizz Nation, we have a special, special interview today, man. We have Patrick Rurback. Did I say it correctly? Yep. Man, he's going to be a, a, a potential, you know, punter and kicker here for the Grizz, man. Yeah, we just kind of want to have him on the show, give him a chance to introduce himself to Grizz Nation, man. Patrick, I guess right off the bat, dude, I've been asking all these guys, like, they're, they're on the back end of their high school career. You know, they're heading into a huge change, a huge chapter, and, and really where, where things are going to... Things are going to start to change for them. You know, I guess what are those initial feelings knowing that you're on the back end of all this stuff? Yeah, so uh, I think coming out of high school so far, um, you know, sports kind of has been, it's settled down a bit. And I think uh, my focus is now really just finishing high school out and getting to college. And, um, you know, I'm really excited just to head into fall camp and uh, it's going to be good. I'm excited. I think there's going to be a lot to adapt to. I think the the speed of the game at the next level is way faster, obviously. And uh, definitely going to take some, you know, getting used to, but uh, I'm super excited. That's awesome, man. You know, you're coming in at a perfect time Patrick you know where that position that you play is kind of up for grabs man with uh Brian Machini leaving to go to uh Nebraska so what are your expectations and what are you expecting um out of this first year yeah you know I think and I kind of told myself really before I knew anything um, you know, about Brian leaving or, um, you know, I knew Kevin obviously was graduating, but uh, I was still going to try to come in really hard and compete. And, you know, even if I didn't win that job over, you know, if Brian had been here, it would have made everybody else on the team, you know, that much better just having that extra competitive edge. But uh, obviously, like you said, now with, you know, Brian's gone and Kevin's gone and I think, yeah, it's a great opportunity. And I think I just have to perform, you know, the best that I can and think uh, if everything goes right, uh, you know, it could be, it could be a great opportunity for sure. Oh, huge opportunity, man. And I yeah. guess I guess that's what I'm really curious about, man. Um, how how'd you get into kicking? You know, is there a story behind yeah. that? Was it one day that you just woke up and said, Man, this is it for me? Or Yeah, so that? it's kind of funny. So um I guess I, I started football in like second grade ish, just flag football, you know, little guy. And uh, you know, i I think in, in in flag they have you literally play, I think every position there is. <laughs> um and so, you know, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, all that. And so kind of graduated from that, I guess, up to uh little guy football. And so that was tackle football. I think that was just the next year in third grade. And uh, I played quarterback and a little running back through there. But they always they always couldn't have anybody to kick. And so I just one day raised my hand. I was like, I'll try to go kick the ball and whatever. So um, yep. I ended up actually going like my first ever season. I think I, I went like 22 for 26 on PATs and little guy, wow. which was kind of, which was funny. Um, and so ever since then, I kind of had like this, like, I don't know, in the back of my brain, I was like, well, that's kind of, it's kind of fun. So, and mm-hmm. you know, as, as middle school went on and I played some quarterback in middle school and um, did a little wide receiver in middle school and I kept kicking throughout middle school and, and then high school came around and um, you know, I, I felt that was a pretty, a pretty decent athlete, but obviously there are a lot tons more guys that were better at wide receiver and quarterback so I just kind of found that my spot was probably gonna end up being kicking and I loved it a lot so kind of took it and run with it really focused in on it and so I was able to uh, from freshman year to senior definitely I was able to um, just get a lot better at that specifically so I have a huge passion for it and so you know Patrick what are some interests that you have outside of football uh snowmobiling is like probably the biggest one um, um and in the summer I love uh we fly model airplanes so that's like the uh, 
uh, like the ga- nerdy gamer side of me. I don't know. Um, but uh, do you make them yourself or? Yeah, so they they kind of like come in a in a box of. Um, it kind of depends which one you get, but yeah, you kind of build them together. And that's yeah. awesome. Some patience there, man. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever thought about playing any other positions, man? Um, I don't know. I, I in high school, I uh, you know, I guess throughout high school, I played a little bit of quarterback freshman year. I played some wide receiver my sophomore mm-hmm. year, and then. Um, once I, once I kind of saw the, the line that I was probably, probably not going to make a huge career out of, uh, you know, wide receiver mm-hmm. or quarterback, I, I figured I'd put all my effort into a position I thought could take me the furthest. And no, that's super, that's super thoughtful. And the only reason I asked is because I, uh, I came across your, like uh, your, your Twitter page and you're oh, over yeah. here banging out 405. Oh you know? yeah. <laughs> and so because yeah. of that, it led me to believe, man, all right, well, not only is this dude is great, you know? You know, kicker, he's an athlete in general. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so it leads me to believe that, you know, that potential, I'm, I'm you know, up. could be there. And so, I mean, I guess, I guess, what is it about weightlifting, man? I mean, traditionally and normally there's that stigma that kickers can't be strong, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it kind of maybe started, I guess, probably like a mental thing for me as far as, uh, you know, I want to change the, the vision of the, the kicker, I guess, image, mm-hmm. um, you know, that a lot of people think that kickers aren't a football player or not part of the team and it was really cool talking with coach Houck and uh and coach jimmy um how they talk about you know the kicker you're just like a, a normal football player on the team and it just so happens that you're the kicker on the football team it's not that you're not a football player and so i think that yep. was you know really cool that you know you're not dubbed down because you're the the kicker and so i've uh i also just enjoy pumping iron <laughs> it's fun but, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, there you go man there you go so hey man I, i've got to ask you i've asked this to everyone because you know me and angel have this running thing with with sports movies do you have a favorite sports movie man Ooh. Football for sure. Remember the Titans. I like yeah. remember the Titans. That's my favorite. Um, I like Miracle. Those are probably my top two for sure. Top Miracle. two. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miracle, See? huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 movies, no. Man, I was t- I was telling that I'm that I just barely saw it for the first time, maybe a couple of months ago, dude. And oh no, I never even heard of the movie. You know, oh, wow. people chitter chatter, but I just never paid attention to you know even giving a thought process to like, hey, maybe go check it out for yourself, man. But once I watch it, this is a solid movie, man. And there's so many yeah. lessons to be learned too. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool, man. That's cool. I mean, obviously, I mean, outside of football, you're a weightlifter. Outside of that, on your Instagram, you like to go uh, ride snowmobiles. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been doing that's that awesome. for? Um, I actually got into that probably three, three, four years ago. Got into yeah. it pretty, who, pretty heavily. Who three, got you four into years it? Ago. Uh, my buddy Josh. He actually he he lives up the road from me, but he he had some old snowmobile, some nineteen ninety something. We'd mm-hmm. always ride it in this field and we'd always just like pull each other, um, like with the skis and stuff. And I don't know, I just always thought it was fun with driving. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, you know, I got a little older and was able to get a snowmobile and then yeah. started going in the mountains. And so it, it's a great time. It's fun. Oh, so you're back in the mountains, you're back country. Yeah. Yeah. Doing yeah. backcountry stuff. So, I, I've, he, I haven't done a lot this year now, <laughs> but well, the weather's been so kind of back but... and forth, man. It's been hard to really kind of get out for any type of rider. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And especially yeah. with like avalanche danger and so exactly yeah. i guess yeah. I, I guess what about man being out in that mountain is just you know 
I mean, yeah, one, no. one of my managers that uh, that I work for at my store, because for the listeners that don't know out there, I deal with snowmobiles a little bit. And he kind of told me, it's like, it's kind of like church. It takes you to places that you'll never be able to get to yourself, you know? Yeah, that's so mm-hmm. accurate. I think I think it's uh, crazy how far, you know, deep in the, you know, there's so much country that you just can't, you can't really get to on a dirt bike. You can't get mm-hmm. to on, there's, you know, and so, and especially in the winter time when everything's white, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're such a small little thing out in the middle of everything. And it just feels yep. so open and uh it just feels like you're it just feels super peaceful and you don't it mm-hmm. just seems like everything else in life goes away and you're just out mm-hmm. there in the middle of nowhere having fun but yeah that's probably it for me. and you get and then once you get stuck too man i heard it's really <laughs> hard to get yeah it's a workout it's a major workout Probably honestly, man, so you're like, just athletic all the ways around, man. Rolling snow, <laughs> snowmobiles over, lifting four or five, brother. <laughs> weightlifting, because you compete in weightlifting too. It's not just yes. lifting, right? Yeah, so I have a, actually have a meet in May that I'm competing in, so that that'll be good. I have no clue what uh, what numbers mm-hmm. that I'm going for, but but it should be good. Do you, do you lift with like you know? Does your dad come in the mix and kind of throw down with you too, or is it just you? No, so my and... it's uh so Donnie Tudor, I he uh he's down at uh, he has a gym called beast athletes and it's basically just like a powerlifting gym and uh mm-hmm. it's real specific toward i guess like you know going to fuel or something where you're you're lifting really mm-hmm. heavy and tons of people uh just watch you or whatever versus this the environment at beast is more just directed towards like specific like athletes and because it is a different lifting i guess from the average guy to like an athlete or something and the, the aspect it's just a lot more rigorous and so it's cool to go to a place that that's really supported and to get the coaching to to do it all correctly mm-hmm. is really cool Lift- man what, what kind of i guess obviously it's important to be strong but what kind of things are you doing in order to kind of really recover oh yeah for sure so i actually battled last this last season a bad groin injury from just a uh, kickoff one of the kickoffs and i felt something pop and mm. uh so that really i that taught me a lot i guess about recovery and how important it is and not to overdo it um because especially you kind of think kicking i guess you, you don't think it's you know, an injury prone position i guess maybe but it uh it definitely taught to to be more complacent i guess but uh going yep. with that with lifting since then i've been able to you know I've, I've built in a lot more groin exercises and whatnot to uh you know strengthen it back and everything and i, I think it's stronger than it ever was before for just because i've focused so much more on it now if you wear the number 90 is there any story behind wearing number 90 <laughs> yeah what's oh, up with that man that's a super like, non-traditional <laughs> number kick, dude kickers usually don't wear 90 uh right um honestly so it was freshman year and it was homecoming week and uh i think our our kicker something i don't know if he got injured or if he was just having issues or something and so the freshman practice away from the varsity so coach bennett came running over and was like Hey, do you wanna you wanna come over and kick real quick for varsity? And it was homecoming week, and so I was freaking out. But, anyways, <laughs> I ended up starting. But we had different jerseys as freshmen, and so the only I think there was like three jerseys left for varsity or whatever. And so I think I got ninety. And for my freshman year, and I, I don't know if it I don't know if I really liked it or not at first. But then I kind of I just thought of it. I, I for recruiting purpose, maybe I don't know. Maybe if it was good to stay with the same number for four years so they mm-hmm. <laughs> i have no clue but uh yeah there was really no story behind that i i kind of want to keep it now just because it's kind of funny i guess but <laughs> you got yeah, you have you know. to keep it man you have yeah, to. Yeah. some defensive lineman's gonna be pissed <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, that's oh, awesome, man. dude. That's awesome. Dude. And then also too, man. Um, I think uh, Adam did some research, and you pretty common for kickers to work like for kicking academies. Oh and yeah, then you, yeah. And then you worked for the Torgerson. Is that am I, am I saying it correctly? Um, so I've I've I'm not, I haven't worked for him. Um, but I've I've or I've worked with him. I guess is what um what I've done. Yeah. But but yeah, I started with Torgerson. Um, so I went to an Idaho and a camp in Idaho called Lifetime Kicking Academy. Um. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Coach Dorderson was at that camp, and uh, I met him there. And he was from Montana, and mm-hmm. he was just starting up Torgerson kicking and punting just at the time. And mm-hmm. so I was one of his one of his first clients. I think that he had brought on. It was really good, and I've I've worked with him multiple times. I think he he'll yeah. be up within the next month or something. And we do a lot of you know virtual kicking stuff mm-hmm. and. Just working on form because, you know, in the offseason, obviously, you're not necessarily trying to crank out a 60-yard field goal, just trying to just keep everything in line. And, um, you know, I think in kicking, I guess that he's taught me the biggest thing is especially starting out, you don't, you know, once you reach the point of where you know you're you're relatively good, I guess, or you know what you're doing, it's Mm -hmm. just not, you know, changing things drastically, which I would, I think, originally, like, before I had any coaching at all, I just try some crazy stuff to try to make it better and it would never work obviously so but no he's been so, a he's been a huge influential part in my kicking for sure and so it was always just stick to the game plan and just work on that craft huh yeah yep yeah, yeah so really tweaking small things and and not trying to overload you know a ton you know changing so many things just and especially you know kicking it's hard to coach a kicker, I guess, and, you know, most, yeah. I guess most all levels, you know, there's not necessarily a kicking coach on the team. Um, mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to be able to coach yourself a bit on what you're doing. And but it's really cool to have him. So to, th- this is where I get a little bit curious. The position that I played, I, I obviously, I was a fat, I, offensive line, I was a fat boy. <laughs> um, so what's interesting about the offensive line position is that I, I truly believe that 100% the offensive line position is a top position. A lot of people can play that position and be, yes. you know, coach. Obviously, there's multiple factors being coachable and those types of things. As opposed for me, and you're you're asking me to go out there and play the slot receiver, that's probably not going to be the most realistic thing for me. You know, for me, it was one of those <laughs> yeah. things that I was truly taught. You know, yeah. do you think when it comes to you know just being a kicker in general, there's a little bit of a natural that you need to like a natural leg to have, or is this Absolutely. something that you believe a lot of people can do it with the right training, the right coaches? No, I think you're you hit it on the head there on the first part. It it definitely takes natural a bit of natural ability, I guess, right off the bat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of soccer players have been able to make the transition mm-hmm. from playing soccer to kicking, and it is quite a bit different from like kicking a soccer ball, especially mm-hmm. punting. Punting is on a, on a whole that's on a whole other level of of intensity of craft because it's it's oh, yeah, unbelievable how you know precise you have to be with dropping the ball and if the ball is literally off you know a quarter of an inch that can be the you know determination of if it's a you know 60 yard bomb or a 25 yard shank and it's, yeah. so that's yeah. for sure the you know that's the hardest part for sure is i think punting but i guess back to your original question yeah it's probably it takes a bit of natural uh, ability you know yeah. ability right off the bat i think if you can relatively kick the ball well then there's there's a huge potential for sure you know mm-hmm. like our, our running back jake randina who weighs 260 pounds and can you know deadlift like 700 pounds he's mass you know massive and strong but probably can't kick a ball five yards <laughs> To save his lap, yo. So yeah, so but you know he's a crazy runner. Two hundred and sixty pounds. I think yeah. So he's going to the Air Force or uh, Army Army Academy West. Point. Holy cow! And so I think he's. But what position up, is he going for? Running back. Yeah, Holy that, 
cow, That's boy. Big, yeah, man. Holy. Yeah. He's insane. You do not want he's, to uh, tackle that. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. You know, I was, he's massive. It's and it's scary, and his speed's insane. He runs a four six forty. Whoa! Yeah. He's insane. Yeah. That's not bad, so, brother. Dang. Yeah. It's Damn. uh. Yeah. He's he's a big guy. <laughs> but, Goodness yeah. gracious. I mean, good for him, well, man. Best of luck, brother. We'll have you on the right, podcast yeah. one of these days and talk to right? <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I hey, mean, Patrick, wrong, it's not a bad he... thing. And we're not saying it's a bad oh, thing, but, man, that, that's a big guy right there, especially. And athletic, too. You know, being yeah. able to run a, a – you said a 4-6 at 260, that's a little bit of a tougher thing to do. You know, even oh, you 100%. see some of those linemen that are 300-plus pounds getting in that 4-9 range, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. What kind yeah. of a freak athlete are you? You know, right? and so oh I think gosh. that's where a little bit of of that natural athleticism, natural ability, kind of really yeah. comes into play. I don't think it, you know, it, it's a it's a thing that really describes you know the type of football player that you're supposed to be. But I do mm-hmm. think that it's like I guess it it is good for you know coaches and stuff to know that okay, yeah, there's a little bit of a natural ability there that you know that might come into play. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I think you I think you said it perfect, especially in the the offensive line. I think is. Another one of the big ones, especially, is that you can't you can't take a hundred and twenty pound slot receiver and put him on the line. It's, not gonna, <laughs> yeah. it's just not yeah. gonna go well. And, yeah. yeah. So hey, Patrick, think, any hidden talents that you have, man? Um, I actually cut my own hair. I guess I don't. I, oh, nice. I, I, I like do haircuts. That was from COVID, I guess, when we all were sitting at home doing nothing. I was like, well, I guess I need to learn how to cut my hair because nobody nobody's open to do it. So mm-hmm. it'll no. save you some money too. Exactly. Oh, I know, right? I'm a, yeah for college and everything. That's, yeah. I wouldn't be so able to do that because I would YouTube like videos? I'd be going like this and I'd I'd, I'd miss a spot. Or I'd like <laughs> shame like I'm like oh that's that's not good. My level of like per, like like oh is that even is that not even like yeah that's not gonna happen. <laughs> that's funny. My wife is like yeah so, you need to go back in and finish like I'm like oh yeah. well, okay. And and how'd you learn how you said you said was that just off YouTube? Oh uh, yeah pretty much yeah just off YouTube I just looked up a video and i kind of just started playing with it it's not as bad as i guess what i thought it was you know i thought mm. you watch all the videos of everybody's <laughs> and you know <laughs> hair everywhere and yeah, that's surprisingly so do you cut I, your friends too or is it just just yourself i've i've cut probably like three or four of my friends hair well who's They're the one friend like, that you messed up with and you're like bro i'm sorry <laughs> oh so funny actually jake Redino, my running back that's the one guy you don't want to piss off the <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? no we're all getting mullets for the playoffs like last i think it was last year uh, and you still uh, got yours what's that you still have your mullet i don't know it's all okay, it's all got shaved rid of off. It. Yeah, yeah no but um i i had no clue what i was doing i've seen a mullet like twice in my life and all these kids you know jake <laughs> jake had pretty short hair and so i yeah. i didn't i was like well i I think you just kind of buzz something there on the side up to the top and we call it macaroni. Well, I think I went like to the back side of the ear or something and it left this like line this big on the side. And so he didn't oh, he didn't terrible. get he didn't he didn't get one from me this year, unfortunately. Oh <laughs> he said no. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. He'll get he'll get uh reacquainted with the uh the shaver once he gets to the Air Force or Army Academy. <laughs> right. yeah, either way it doesn't matter to him. It doesn't he's matter. He's gonna get gonna one say, haircut and one be, haircut only. Yeah, he'll be buzzed <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yep. <laughs> man. Well, hey, do you have any nicknames that your friends call you, buddy? Oh gosh, Scooter Pat. So that's a that's a total random Scooter one. Pat, uh, huh? So Scooter right? Pat. Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, Drew Dak, um, he uh, he went to Glacier, obviously, as well. And he was a junior when I was a freshman coming in. And I honestly don't really remember exactly how it came about. But I think we were in a Spokane camp over in, uh, well, it's Spokane. And we're, you know, those little, like, green electric scooter stuff? Oh, yeah. There was, like, 15. I don't even remember what happened. There was a bunch of us. And they, like, you know, the whole team camp, they let us, like, roam out in the middle of the city for, like, a week or, like, four or five hours, something like that. And I came back in at, like, midnight or something on this like little electric scooter and my head coach is just sitting there and the whole team is just there. it was it was funny but so that i guess got the nickname he came up with scooter pat so scooter pat it's baby just, i love it then then that since then i guess i don't know yeah. Awesome. Yeah. that's fun dude that's fun man so i guess just kind of thinking along the lines man obviously this year uh you were recognized as first team all state and first team all western um double a um i guess off the top man what does that mean to you oh yeah no that means a ton um it's kind of it's fun it's been fun uh casey Kautzman out of b you know he's he's the other uh he's the other kicker that was really really up in the top and uh it was fun because we had battled back and friendly battle back and forth for the last oh, four years and yeah. uh i think he had gotten all state for all three years and uh that was like that was a huge thing I, i've never been too worried about like personal stats obviously um yeah you know trying to just do everything the best for the team and everything i i always wanted to for sure i you know beat him in that and you know senior year came about and it went well and a pretty good season and uh so yeah i know that that meant the world to me that was uh that was pretty cool and casey's gonna go on to the the wrong school msu and uh <laughs> continue that battle for the next few uh, yeah years, i guess that I guess. rivalry continues huh <laughs> right yeah but man Casey's at least you got out. bragging rights bragging rights for now <laughs> so hey patrick you know you were uh, i believe you're the first freshman in to letter in football in glacier high school uh, coming up to this point what does that mean to you just with the season and the career you've had at, at glacier high school that that's pretty pretty amazing feat as well and then also you, you probably you were the punter of, of the year as well with the state, right? Did you know that did you know that going into it in your high school, your freshman year? No, so uh, uh, my math teacher in eighth grade um, is one of the coaches at uh, at Glacier. And we had and I had just talked we had always talked about football in class and stuff. And you know, my whole goal was to be able to just start by my junior year was uh you know that would have been awesome if i could have started by my junior year and so coming into it um i had no uh you know it was i mean you know it had been kind of i guess unheard of that a freshman started or whatever um for varsity and so it wasn't it wasn't honestly on my mind whatsoever and uh i didn't really see that happening at all and um it was really sporadic It, it came about pretty much like I think two nights before the game they said you were kicking or you know, they said you're kicking in the in the game and it, honestly that game was a absolute blur I don't really remember <laughs> it it was it was homecoming and uh yeah that was crazy I was yeah. 150 pounds and you know I felt mm-hmm. like the high school guys were just massive but it was, it was is there a game in your high school career that kind of really sticks out to you? Oh, sometimes there isn't. Sometimes question. it all no. kind of starts to blend in. Most enjoyable game. So unfortunately, in the semis this year, we lost to Sentinel. And I was coming off my groin injury. Um, and so I was only punting at that point in that game. But I think I had the – that was definitely my best punting game I think I've had. Most consistent mm-hmm. punting game. Oh, shoot. I, for, I forgot about Butte, <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> so Sentinel, that was good for punting and everything. Earlier in the year. 
there. I totally forgot about this because that's where Casey, you know, was. And uh, going into Butte, the atmosphere, you know, there is insane. It's that stadium is so fun to play in. And uh, mm-hmm. so we went in and that was the I had a I had had a little bit of a struggle ride. I had missed like two field goals in a row or something um, from like 40 and 30. And so I, I was trying to just clear that. And I came into to Butte and uh, had pretty much like the best game, I guess I could have asked for. Mm-hmm. Like the, probably the deepest kickoffs I've ever hit and big punt. And then I hit a 51-yard field goal or in the third quarter. And uh, that was like a huge confidence boost yeah, that's I think, huge at that right point. There. Dude, uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Just come. I think. Uh, I guess coming off two misses, it's weird. You just try mm-hmm. to clear them as quick as you can and move on to the next one. But they're always, I think, going out for the next field goal. You always kind of they're in the back of your head, like, hey, don't don't do what you did last time. And I think that was uh, that was a that was a, probably the best moment. That's something that I've seen with kickers everywhere, you know, and you might be able to kind of talk to talk about it a little bit. But, you know, when they miss a field goal or they have a bad game or their path wasn't as good as, you know, they wanted it to be. It's one of those things that really, really lingers with them. And it's really, really hard to kind of really be like, okay, I get a next one. There is a next one. I get another one. Just move on. Get better. Don't let it happen again type of mentality. I guess why is it so hard for kickers? To really kind of really you know get out of that 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 funk yeah yeah so kicking i think is so mental it's it's especially mm-hmm. um you know once you get your mechanics down and everything it, it all of that kind of goes out the window when you're running the field because then you're just trying to think about you know everything that you you know there's so many things that are going on in a kick and mm-hmm. uh i think uh there's a lot of people that they call them head cases you know in games and everything and the second they miss one then it's like just a roller coaster ride down and um yeah no just get, making sure to honestly trying to go out there i try to go out there as loose as i can and you know i'm trying to joke with my my holder and stuff and honestly not trying almost not to think about what i'm about to do because that takes my mind off it and then right before the snap you just naturally kind of you know your body it's just muscle memory and you know what to do and i think that's better than than walking out there you know thinking oh gosh do i have to make this thing you know and where i'm looking and oh is my foot plant gonna be right and is the hold and mm-hmm. the snap gonna be right you and you'll just it'll yeah. be it you know it's crazy and, I, and I've, I've definitely done that especially in freshman sophomore year i would i would do that and i think i finally just when i realized that hey if you just go out there and have fun literally just go out there and you know what you're doing like you can mm-hmm. kick the ball fine and, and keep your mind free and that helped mm-hmm. a ton Th- this is nope. this is where you get to kind of plug yourself a little bit and about just your experience for younger guys you know i guess for those young guys that are in those freshmen sophomore that are listening that are in the high school or maybe even younger i guess what's your word of advice to them and when it comes to just the overall game of, of of what you do and just kicking yeah yeah so i think in the kicking world uh it's definitely it's uh it's important to stick with it and mm-hmm. you know overnight you're not going to be able to you know go from hitting a 40 yard field goal to a 60 yard field goal i think it's just not going to happen and mm-hmm. it's it's just a it's a press it's a process and i think just trust in that process that every single day if you just get one percent better you're getting that much better every single day and over time that adds up to be huge so i think uh just trusting the process of going out every day and focusing on something small if you you know accomplish that small thing that that's huge that is huge and it doesn't seem like yeah. it in the moment but but i you know over the course of four years or your high school career uh it's huge you know going from mm-hmm. what you started at versus where you're at so patrick mm-hmm. i've got to talk to you about this I, I watched some film on you i watched you play billing senior i believe it was a playoff you literally kicked from your 10 yard line and it went to 
I think the opponent's 20 yard line and then rolled another 15. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I am a school teacher. So hopefully I'm not doing my math. That That is like an 85 yard punt, um, <laughs> which is amazing. I have never seen someone kick that far. Um, <laughs> did you expect that to happen? Were you like surprised or like, man, it was a beautiful punt. I was just like, I saw it. And I was like, no, I had to, I had to go back and rewatch it. And I'm like, no, that does not just happen like that. You don't see that very much. So what was that like in, in the moment, man, of, of hitting a punt like that? So that, that game for me was crazy. So the, the kick before that, I uh, cramped up really bad my calf and I was down and I came running off and I was just trying to get hydrated and so we needed that punt really bad to I think put us into mm-hmm. overtime that that game is okay. real uh controversial with me because I I missed the game winner in that in that game um so that uh but the punt I think it was it was fourth quarter something like that yeah. with like 30 40 seconds left and they had marched down like you said our um I think they were at our 20 and I was kicking like you said from the 10 something like that yeah. and uh I knew just for running out there i'm like i I gotta get a huge punt off here if we want to have any shot and um so yeah i don't honestly i don't really remember it because after i kicked it my leg cramped again and (laughs) it hurts so bad and i kind of i honestly my first thought was that punt was absolutely horrible because just (laughs) no way my mechanics were good off of that and surprisingly and then of course you know i get up and i'm like looking you know where they spotted the ball and everything and i'm like and i'm like looking down there and i'm like <laughs> Holy crap! That's seriously the one yard line. Damn! Did I do that? <laughs> so I, got, I was like, I was like limping off, and I was like, okay, I honestly, I, I that was, I was honestly, it was kind of a surprise because I, I, I knew I needed a big ball. It's funny because when you hit a good punt, you don't, um, you honestly just don't even feel the ball like come off your foot at all. It's so clean, I guess. But you know, I, I think it's a little bit overlooked sometimes. You know, hitting big punts like that is not necessarily, honestly, the best thing. Uh, that worked out. That it worked out well that time just because it went over his head and then hit the ground and it rolled. So it took a ton of time. Um, yeah. But if you overkick your coverage or you over punt your coverage, then, you know, if they don't get down there, cause everything really is, is net yards. That's important. Obviously mm-hmm. if I, if I hit like a 60 yard bomb punt, like that's, that's awesome. But if they run it back for, you know, 20 yards or something, cause our guys aren't down there, then, you know, it, it's more beneficial to hit a, you know, 50 yard punt or something with more hang time. So, yeah. um, you know, net yards, I think is definitely the most important. So, and obviously, you know, coming to U of M, it's, it's going to be insane because Coach Hauk and the special teams here, it's just, it's crazy how much time they take to put into it. And you can really, mm-hmm. you can see it on the field for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, Patrick, that there's like a, like in golf, there's totally a sweet spot on the club where, you know, where you have to hit it. If you don't hit it there, it, it, it's horrible. Um, is, is there a sweet spot when you're punting? Yeah. Yeah. So there, de- there definitely is like you hit your A ball and you can mm-hmm. feel, you know, what feels absolutely great and it comes off and it, you know, it's the perfect spiral turnover ball that everybody strives for. And, yeah. um, that you definitely can feel when that comes off. Sometimes you, you can be a little bit off with your drop a little bit and it'll still replicate mm-hmm. the same thing. You know, if you, if it depends, you know, there's all kinds of stuff you play with, with how high you drop the ball and, and everything. But, you know, and that kind of goes back to that mental part too. And Coach Torgerson, that was one of the huge things that we focused on this last year was, you know, if you don't hit your, if you don't punt your A ball, but it's still a, you know, 44 yard punt with a four to six hang or something like that, you know, that might not have been your absolute best ball, but it's game usable. 
And so he kept using that term game usable. And I asked him, like, what, what do you mean by game usable? I guess specifically, like, is that bad or is that good? And, and pretty much he just said it basically means what it means is game usable. And mm-hmm. uh, I think he said that when he was doing, um, I don't know if it, when, it, when he was doing his NFL uh, camp day or so- something like that, that was what they, all the coaches had always said was it was game usable. And then you'd hit your A ball. And then obviously if you had a bad ball, that's, you know, you don't want to ever have that obviously happen. But <laughs> um, but I think uh, going out there and if you don't, you know, that's that mental part that, you know, looking at mm-hmm. it after you kick it and going, was that the best? No, but that was game usable and it'll get the job done. And so just lifting yourself up, trying to keep it positive. So when you go out for the next one, you're, you're in the right mental state to do it again. And I think I that's where it gets super, super interesting because there, there's two different thought processes. Obviously you take a lot of... How I, I, how do I say it? you you take your craft extremely seriously and we can hear it in the way that you talk about you know the way yeah. that you describe certain things the way that hey little the, the little details is about the hang is about the turnover the placement of the ball those types so there's definitely an ad- analytical and kind of a, a deeper approach it than just kicking a ball but I For think sure. you also had mentioned it too uh, kind of like that golf sometimes you have to clear all that in order to just get out there and kick the ball you know yeah which I think it's super interesting because you have to find that perfect middle ground and balance not think about it yeah. too much you know and sometimes just go out there and kick it but also know that hey your mechanics have become muscle memory in order for you to exactly you know, not necessarily have to worry about that type of stuff man do you think in the game of just the kicking game in general do you think do you think there are things that go unnoticed for sure i think um i think the kicking game and the kicking game in general kind of goes unnoticed a lot in um you know mm-hmm. in just kind of what everybody thinks is you know if you have a, a good punt coverage and i say punt coverage because it, it's so important like the net yards you know if you punt like i said if you punt at 60 yards and they return at 20 yards or something that just yeah it doesn't do it so you know obviously every every guy on the punt coverage is so so important so obviously you know just hitting a good punt everybody always talks about oh that was a great punt and everything and it's like, yeah, it might have been a, it might have been a good punt, but he's the only reason the other eleven dudes, the the eleven guys, are the ones doing the the rough, dirty work that you know make you look good, I guess. If if you hit a big punt and they tackle in the second, kick it. So I think it just plays a, I think it plays a big part in the the game that flipping the field and making the other team go, you know, 70, 80 yards every time versus your offense being able to maybe only go forty yards or something like that. It plays a huge part into the game. I, th- I think that that definitely plays a huge, a different outcome in how games can end for sure special teams and i think, I think special teams can just get overlooked a little bit how many games in the nfl i guess this year got lost off of a field goal or a pat yep. and no, nobody nobody ever says you know oh that game was lost because of a punt even though like i guess the specialists can when they're analyzing a game or something and they're just even a, i find myself watching nfl games and you see them hit a huge punt or something it changes the field and it's like that that can be a, that could be the reason for the game right there you know oh yeah it might be yeah. it might be in the third quarter but that could still that can change the outcome for sure Mm. patrick what drives you you know as a punter kicker uh, and player what drives you to get better what what drives you what do you want to accomplish yeah so i just i think i want to be the obviously the best the best kicker i can be um you know it's there there's so many names to live up to i guess you know even at you know u of m i mean dan carpenter and and all these, you know, amazing kickers. And I think I just want to be able to, you know, perform at the best of my ability that I can be and, um, mm-hmm. you know, try to take a, a humble attitude at, you know, game every single day because there's always some guy that can knock knock you straight in your face, whether you think you're good or not. And so I think just trying to keep a good mental state of, you know, focusing on every single day you can get better and there's never there's never a peak and just to make mm-hmm. sure that you're always always getting better. Mm-hmm. So I think, I guess, you, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, you mentioned Dan Carpenter, you know, and 
I guess that leads me to kind of start thinking about is there, you know, is there really a kicker that in that you model your game after, or is that just something? Hey, you have to play it to 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 where your um, strength. I think uh, I really like Pat uh, Pat McAfee who played at the Colts. Um, oh, he, I awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's crazy. He's funny, crazy. too. Do you ever listen to like, his <laughs> oh, podcast yeah. and just YouTube yeah, all those dude, things? Yeah, he's hilarious. He's yeah. hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Pat McAfee. Yeah, no, he's super cool. And and I think uh, I think he was kind of, I guess, changing the, the look of the kicker a bit because he had some major hits like off kickoff and stuff on guys. Oh, yeah. And, He's a and big guy too. Down. Oh yeah. So, and I think that was that. Uh, I think that was like the coolest part that he was. I think definitely mentally. I think going in as a kicker, you got to be a football player first, and then and then a kicker. You know, that's just the position you play or whatever. But uh, I think he, he was definitely. He's probably probably the game that I like to model my game after. I guess. I love that, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, for so, sure. Pat, you know, uh, was it hard going through the recruiting process and waiting to see offers? I know you have had a love for uh, the Grizz for a long time, and we'll get to that, man. Was it hard going through that recruiting process? Um, You know, right off the bat, I guess um, I didn't have a ton of offers. You know, I, a lot of my, you know, a lot of my buddies that I talked to, you know, they, they were getting offered their junior season and everything. And um, I, I really hadn't had. I've had I had some contact and just talking stages, but nothing really official yet. And uh, so I had talked to Montana Tech a bit. Um, I think all the NIA schools in Montana yeah. um, I had talked with. I was really I was obviously pretty pretty focused and set on wanting to play here. But uh, I Boise State had reached out a little bit, and uh, Oregon State had talked to me a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think when it came down to it, I I went to the camp in. Uh, it was the summer camp last year and I, I had a really good camp in front of coach Alec and I, and I had talked with him before and stuff. And he's, you know, I love coach Alec. He's a, you know, unbelievably great guy. Uh, I knew this was the place that, you know, I wanted to play my whole life. And so it was really, really easy when the offer came in to, to say yes <laughs> oh, that's beautiful dude that's truly really, that, that's pretty cool man it's also an inspiring story because i feel like at your position it's i have you know five guys that you know on the offensive line at any given time you know on yeah. top of that i have another 20 guys that are right behind you ready to kind of fill that gap whether it be freshmen all the way up through obviously that those seniors when it comes yeah. to kicker you get two or three maybe you know yeah. and so yeah, i mean there's sure. so much more limited when it comes to you know where you can go and how you're being recruited and really is a numbers game man so i can definitely see yeah. how they can one create a certain type of pressure because you're for a high schooler i mean if i had that type of pressure i'd be like man who knows where this is gonna go this could literally be Absolutely. You know, three games away i'm two games away this is my last game you know and so the fact that you really kind of focus down and hounded down, I think it's super inspiring. And for listeners out there, man, I think it's really good for them to listen. Hey, you know what? If you got a dream, I mean, really, I mean, after odds, yeah, it, it, yeah, I'm gonna go out there and go do it. I mean, that's what it that's really right. is about, and I'm gonna do everything Absolutely. I can. Absolutely, and and it also provides a sense of peace when it because when it all is said and done, and this is something that it was it wasn't high school, but it was college. It says when it's all said and done, I wanted to know that I give it absolutely everything to be the best person, to be the best man, to be the best football player for my teammates and for those people yeah. around me. You know, and I think you're on that same track, man. And I think it's super inspiring to just hear that story, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. man. Yeah. Was there, what were the other things that kind of drew you to University of Montana? Um, so obviously 
I, I love Montana. I think I don't I don't really ever want to you know leave Montana. I guess I, I think it's the, the most beautiful state there is. Um, and so that was huge. Um, it was pretty easy not to go to uh, the Cats just for obvious reasons. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, you know the 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 campus is absolutely gorgeous, and uh, I have a ton, you know ton of buddies there and friends, and uh, you know the, obviously the facility especially with all the new, you know, the new stuff they have and, you know, the champion center and just, just everything is absolutely insane. And so that, that definitely is all, you know, drying, I guess for sure. But I think, you know, when I, when I started going to games when I was four, four years old or something like that, it was like, you know, just, just watching them, just watching all the guys, you know, and, you know, Angel watching you, I watched, you know, I remember all, you know, all of that. That was cool. That was a cool moment. You're, that you're, so you're, you're there. Old, though. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, though, you're too. there, buddy. You're there, yeah. buddy. You're always calling me old. Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> but uh, he's but, gonna be like, uh, he's gonna say something to me afterwards. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I mean, it was a cool moment. Like, actually, yeah. genuinely, it was just kind of like, damn, I never thought. I would. I knew it was gonna happen at some point. So I was just like, oh, I remember watch play this and that. But I mean, that was cool, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. No, of course. Yeah. No, it's it, it's crazy because uh, it, it's it's so surreal. Because like, just thinking, you know, I, the time flies. I guess, especially coming senior year, just everything is just flowing by, and so it's like, holy cow! I mean, literally, you know, Chris football starts in less than I guess, you know five five months for me i guess going down yeah. which is you know gonna just go like that and so but yeah i think i think just watching all you know throughout the years of going to games and stuff watching all the guys run out of the tunnel and just always yeah. thinking dang that's that's like that's what i want to do that's my that's my huge dream and so it's funny because i've had to like in the in the last i guess few months since uh you know football has come to an end and everything and that was like my that was like the absolute top goal on patrick's bucket list was up here to you know to be able mm-hmm. to become part of the uh, you know grizz and so i just had to look at goals new goals and set new goals because i guess once you reach them i guess you know there's always work so, to be done yep. Yep. exactly exactly mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I guess what is your expectation coming into this freshman? Because you're in a little bit of a different position. You know, obviously, yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of free game at this point, you know, yeah. it's up in the air of what's going to happen with some of these guys. So what is that expectation for, sure. for this first year? Um, uh, For me personally, I, I, you know, at my huge, I'd love to start. Obviously, that's like, you know, I'm not, I guess I'm not looking to at all sit back and, and you know, try to ease into it. I would want to come in and hit it 110%, give it my all and, uh, you know, see where the, see where the chips fall with obviously starting and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. But I think uh, I think if I perform at the best of my ability and everything that I can, I think there's uh, I think there's definitely a good shot for for something to to come. I think so too, man. Uh, Pat, who in your life has been influential up to this point? You know, you've had coaches and and teammates and and probably your family. Who has been the most influential person in your life up to this point? Yeah, um, my dad and obviously my parents. You know, I wouldn't be able to you know play the game of football without them. You have to first of all just be able to have parents to even allow you to play and so that was obviously a blessing right off the bat and just their support throughout the years you know whether it's financially or you know just anything obviously they're they, they're the number one you know people obviously that have made this possible for me and even to be a Grizz obviously when they started they, they're the ones that started taking me to games and everything so there's no question it's obviously my parents are the most influential for sure mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah but before we go or, or kind of start wrapping things up so for the fans yeah. out there that don't have like that visual this guy is sitting behind like this huge Montana Grizzlies, <laughs> like 
you know, piece of artwork. And he said um, that in his actual, or I guess you could tell him, what's up with the room? What room are you sitting in right now? <laughs> okay. So I, I'll show you. I'll just do it a little. <laughs> but uh, so back in, gosh, I want to say, I honestly, I honestly don't know when we, when we did this. I can't remember. I was pretty little though. It was probably back 2000. 10, 11, something like that, maybe. Mm -hmm. I could be way off, but something like that. Um, we'd always envisioned, you know, <clears throat> a den, I guess, room or something like that, you know, to just watch games or whatever. And I think, I, I don't really know how it came about as far as, uh, I, honestly, I don't know. I think my parents were just like, we're going to do a Grizz room. And I was little and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <You> know, <whatever. laughs> so I was on a paintbrush and everything and pretty cool. It's fun to yeah. watch games on And the you said you guys watch the games and... there and kind of celebrate and party it up in there? Yeah. Yeah. So we have, yeah. obviously all the, all the away games, we have a, we have a party of some sort down here and yeah, it's mm -hmm. really fun. That's it's awesome. Man. Yeah. So, yeah, hey, Pat Patrick, you know, what, what would you say is, you know, something, that is a strength of yours and also something that you want to work on uh, before, you know, heading to camp. Yeah. Yeah. So going into camp, obviously, um, it, you know, like I said at the beginning, I think it's just going to be a, a massive change of like just the speed of the game, obviously, you know, every athlete at, at U of M, you know, whether they start or not is, is a great athlete and, living up to that expectation is going to be, I think, uh, difficult, but at the same time, it's, it's cool to have a huge goal like that to be able to work towards and, you know, become one of those guys like, just like that. And so, um, I think coming into it, I think working on something, first of all, I guess is just my running probably, you know, um, just being able to, you know, keep up with everybody and, and I guess, uh, try to show that I'm, I'm not, you know, necessarily just a kicker. I'm also a, a football player. So I think that's going to be probably my, I guess, Something I need to work mm. on coming into for sure. And, and what are you uh, looking I to think, study at the university? Oh, I'm thinking entrepreneurship probably. Yeah, yeah. Do you have an idea yeah. of you, what you want to use that for? Or is it just kind of, you know, when also, that time uh, comes, you figure it out? Yeah, possibly. Honestly, maybe a snowmobiling business of some sort, um, you know, after college or whatnot. So, yeah. That'd be super <laughs> dope, man. That'd be super dope. That's fun. That's fun. When that time comes, you hit me up, brother. I'll help you out. I was, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Scooter Pat <laughs> snowmobiles, buddy. Scooter Pat <laughs> snowmobiles. We got it. We got the branding and everything, man. <laughs> We're going to make a t-shirt, man. We're going to make a There you go. All the merch line, everything. Yeah. There you go. Know. There you go. Well, I, think Pat, we can, I think we sponsorships man we could we could do something with that scooter pat oh that's a good oh, question gosh. too i've been asking some other guys too what's the dream sponsorship man now that we have you know nil oh jeez, that's so hard i honestly <laughs> i don't even know what i mean that's hard i don't know i i'd probably it'd have to like some kind of clothing brand i guess or shoes yeah. gotta be something with shoes I, I like shoes i'm a shoe guy yeah. are you um, really uh no okay i'm not i probably i'm definitely i'm not like you know one of the top tier notch guys at all i, I just I, I just like shoes <laughs> yeah no okay cool, cool. Yeah, i was about to start hitting you with the questions man i saw the stress i was like here we go here we go no <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm a basic shoe guy i just like shoes but yeah. probably probably nike or something like that mm -hmm. what are you most excited about playing at the university of montana like what are you oh, looking yeah. forward you know you, you you've been there you've experienced you know the atmosphere you've experienced probably the walk and the tailgating what are you most excited in playing there for um i think for sure the family um vibe i guess of the whole team 
Um, you know, coming in and on our, our recruiting trip that we had, you know, a few weeks ago, um, just being with the players and the coaches, you know, obviously, like you said, from the start, the atmosphere and all that is absolutely crazy and, and awesome. And that's the first thing that I think would draw any player to, to U of M would just be the atmosphere of the stadium. Yeah. But, um, you know, just, just hearing everybody talk about the family bond and how every dude's treated just equally and how every, you're, every everybody's just, you know, I, I, that whole the whole trip, I don't think I met one guy that I was just like you know weird about or hesitant about. I mean, every everybody from the coaching staff to the players just felt like a a huge family right off the bat. And how, hearing how Coach Hauk talks about how the program's about building you know a better man and and uh, you know setting you up well for life is uh, is huge. And so that was a uh, that was definitely a big part of it. And he'll do that, brother. Yeah, he's yeah. he. I mean, super grateful. I had the opportunity to to obviously I had him for about half my career. You know, yeah. and the other one was stayed and thankful for both those men for just taking that time to, you know, really kind of help me develop as a player and as a young man. man yeah. It really is truly is you, you will leave a whole different man. Like this is yeah. really like you think, you know, I thought for the most part, I was like, I figured out who I am for the most part. But no, no, you do some intense growing man and it's all for the better. By the time you leave, you're going to be super grateful for it. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patrick, you know, I, I, I had the pleasure in talking and going back and forth with your dad on uh, uh, just texting and stuff. He told me a couple things I've got to ask you about, man. Okay. Uh, this, the, and, and I'm trying to get this picture in my head. He told me about a PV set of uprights that oh he built you guys, you and your brother, um, <laughs> that's in your backyard and that it's still there. Like, so give us yeah. like a, a glimpse of what that looks like, man. Oh, geez. So, uh, oh my gosh. So my mom's <laughs> drying, you know, a little drying line thing or whatever in the back that, um, there's a pole out there. And, uh, I kept asking my dad, I'm like, can we just put like a pair of uprights on it or something like that? <laughs> and, and uh so yeah he built this like it's just like it's it's pretty big actually i think it it probably spans like 10 or 11 feet or something like that and and you know has the verticals and everything and so mm-hmm. I, uh that was back in like little guy football when i think that was right after i'd started uh kicking when i guess when i kind of kicked for the first time and i was like oh this is fun and ever since mm-hmm. then it, it, i don't know we just never took it down i don't know why but I, it just <laughs> always stood there and I, it was funny because even last year I was just coming off of my my groin injury and everything. I think I went out there a couple times and and kicked and you know it was pretty funny. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome, man. But so uh, that that is awesome. Do you do you still practice with it now or just just off the injury, man? Oh, uh, just off the just coming off the injury. I think I just went yeah. back there and was dinking around a little bit. But there's it's kind of in a bad spot because it goes to this back side of the road and back back when I was a little guy, I couldn't, I could barely even make <laughs> it over the field it. goal post. And <laughs> so now, uh, yeah, a couple of times they've gone over the road and stuff. And so I'd probably try to not do that anymore, but <laughs> take somebody's car, car window out right? or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I could have lost <laughs> going. Can't do that. No. <laughs> Man. He also told me about a story. Um, it was maybe a, a camp that you were at and you were kicking with Brandon Purdy and oh. you basically outkicked Brandon Purdy. I think it was about a 55 yard field goal. He said something like that, that you were out kicking him. Like and what? Brandon's yeah, a good so, kicker too. Oh, Brandon's yeah. a dog. Yeah. No, Brandon's <laughs> no. insane. Yeah. So I, uh, he went to Glacier too, which is kind of cool. So I've, I've, I've known him a little bit. Um, we're not really close or anything, but 
Um, yeah, I went to a camp. I think it was probably, I want to say it was my, yeah, it was my junior camp. Cause that was when he was, that was his senior years last year. Um, and, uh, yeah, we were just, it was some, I think there was like four or five of us out the specialist camp with coach Houck and, um, you know, they start you up at like the 10 yard line and you'll go through like hashes and everything. And it's just a competition. And if you miss, I think two, then you're just out. And it came down to Brandon and I, and we kept backing up and backing up. And uh, I, I, you got to cut him a ton of slack because he had a major leg, leg day the day, but like that morning or something. So his legs, I'm sure, were just absolute noodles. <laughs> uh, but I think I, I think I ended up hitting some. I think I hit a 55 or something, and he missed at 55 or something like that. And mm-hmm. Coach Houck was hilarious, of course. And you know, Brandon, <laughs> oh, you yeah, suck. No. Get off the field, bro. Get off the field, man. You're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, it's all good fun too, man. It's all good yeah. fun too. I mean, the yeah. lightheartedness that kind of Bobby brings sometimes. I mean, it, it it's really needed. And yeah, like you said, man, sure. Brandon's a phenomenal, a phenomenal oh. kicker, dude. Yeah, yeah like absolutely. you said, he's a dog and a and a great guy. Great. Yeah, even better guy. Yeah, really, truly is, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so yeah. Patrick, I got one more story you have to tell us. Your dad told me it, and I was laughing hysterically. Uh, so tell us about this story about, you know, you, there was a weekend where your brother had a um, oh, like a, a, a college kind of like introduction um, and then you had a, a football camp. Well, what what that school was state. Um, and so kind of tell us what happened, because it, it, it's a hilarious story, buddy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, my brother, unfortunately, goes to Montana State. Got to go there for engineering. But uh, <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, so we go in there for his like freshman orientation or something like that. And, uh, you know, we walk in the door and there's this massive, you know, bobcat emblem or something. And I am just absolutely decked in Grizz stuff from socks. I had like, I had like team, team Grizz shoes. I don't even know how I had those. I mean, literally, and it was hilarious. I was pretty little. I think I was maybe, maybe 13, something like that. And, Mm. um, so I, I'd walk in there and I'd take, I took my shirt and I was like rubbing it all over the, (laughs) all over the cat emblem and took like a, I don't even know. I put something grizz on it and we walk in and the lady at the office is like, you know, I saw all that. Right. And, and, And so, uh, oh gosh, it was, it was honestly pretty bad at first. Cause every, everybody was just everywhere I'd walk. They're just, you know, staring me down. And so anyways, we go through the, throughout the whole tour and I thought, oh, you know, whatever, this will be okay. Well, then we go to get lunch or whatever at the new hall and the entire Bobcat football team is sitting down at this huge long table in the, in the, uh, Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And so I walk in and the door and, and I'm just walking down this line of like, you know, 70 guys and they're all just, you know, obviously eating massive and they're just kind of looking up at me and just walking. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Anyway. <laughs> so I get to the end of the line and uh Ty Gregorak was sitting at the end of the, at the end of the table and, uh, you know, he coached obviously at U of M and I'd seen him at camps at U of M, at U of M. And so, uh, yeah, he's sitting at the, at the end of the line and he's like, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> and I was, I was so small and it was pretty funny. And I went to got, went to go get food and one of the bunch of the players was like, what you doing there, little fella? I was like, I'm just getting some lunch, classing the place up a little bit. You know, I don't know what you guys are <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it could have been honestly a lot worse now that I think about it. But, but no, that's awesome, super funny, yeah. dude. Yeah, and Ty Gregorek, man. I mean, that that guy's a good dude, dude. But yeah. I know, you know, I know people feel, you know, certain types of ways simply because he played for both teams. 
You know? Yeah. I always thought he was a really, really good coach, man. And wherever he yeah. went, I truly believe that he, like the players, and which is half the battle, the players wanted to be there for him, man. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Uh, that that must have been a fun little just encounter just in general, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was it was it was all in good fun. There was no 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 bad stuff going on there. But... Exactly. <laughs> Your yeah. dad says that your, your brother Klaus Klaus, right? He he's yep. a, he's yeah. a Grizz fan, and uh, he said that he, Big time. he was in the marching band. He he didn't let the uh, spirit of the uh, oh, West yeah. marching oh, band uh, um, uh, outfit touches touches his skin, so he would wear Grizz stuff underneath it. Yeah, he he deck out <laughs> full of Grizz and then put his thing on over the top, and every time oh, the Grizz awesome. would score something, he'd like rip it open and say Montana on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's some dedication. That is right. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. That is awesome, man. Yeah. Hey, man, Patrick, I can't thank you enough for spending some time with us, buddy, and mm-hmm. kind of introducing yourself to Grizz Nation. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see you play, man, and and see mm-hmm. your career start out. And uh, yeah, we wish you the best of luck, buddy. Big honor, man, just to have you on here and you know talk some ball and just talk about who you are, man. Really, really great introduction. Oh, absolutely. Like I'm really excited for you. I truly, I truly, yeah. truly am, man. I think there's Thank good you. things in store for you. And, you know, hopefully when it's Austin and done, we can have you back on and kind of chat about it a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love that. No, thank you guys so much for taking the time to have us on and everything. And 